Happy Monday morning. It is your favorite, your one and only favorite public golfers podcast. Uh, it's Dom. Justin's here with me. Full disclosure, uh, usually we record these episodes later in the day on Sunday, but today being Sunday, uh, what day is it? January 24th, a chance for some history. Uh, Justin and I decided to start recording this earlier. Um, and anyone that's from Wisconsin and listening, you know you know damn well why we did that. It's a big game. Big game later today. Um, you know, a chance to make another run, you know, cement our legacy as the greatest franchise ever. I Boom. mean, the trophy is named after us. Boom. There's a chance it's coming back to Titletown, USA. Uh, Boom. You, you love you love to see it. I, I could just tell driving around, people were going like 80 miles an hour this morning. Yep. In like 55s, I'm like, must be a Packer day because everybody is already racing around. I saw like six accidents driving mm-hmm. back to my house. <laughs> and I was like, yep, people are excited. You know, I, I saw someone spin out in front of a pick and save. It's like, you don't spin out in front of a pick and save because you're excited that it's a Sunday. Right. You spin out because it's the Packers have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And you're like, holy shit. The game's not for another six hours, but but I I need to get everything set and ready and done. I need to for, go quick. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> well, and I mean we are not a football podcast, nope. uh, but we are Wisconsinites, and we we do have to do our due diligence and talk about this. But I will say this: um, we talked about it a while ago, um, probably about a month or so. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Being the quarterback that he is, he has always treated his offensive linemen to uh, various gifts. I believe uh, one year it was a jet ski, and there was a very famous picture of Bakhtiari on that thing. But this year, I believe he treat he gifted all of his offensive linemen. Um, I think he just mixed up the boxes and sent them out. Half of them were going to get uh, custom-fitted clubs that he was paying for. The other half were actually just going to get to go and play golf uh, for a for, like a long weekend with him. Um, so I guess that kind of ties back into our show and what we're talking about here. Yeah. And so I thought everybody got both of them. And, and now that I said it, I would be pretty pissed if I only got one or the other because it would make a lot more sense to like, oh, we're going to get you new clubs and then we're going to get you right out to the course. Yeah. Um, and plus, he doesn't two, seem, he's, he's got the big contract. He can afford it all for everyone. Well, and this is the thing I always love. And, and uh, you know, <laughs> it's not a bad thing or anything like that. But I uh-huh. do always love when uh, these things happen because the first thing I think of and the first thing that kind of pops in my head is like, yeah, he's got. I'm sure he's his Adidas sponsor. Adidas usually partners with TaylorMade. Yeah, it's probably a TaylorMade fitting. He mm-hmm. probably really didn't have to pay that much for it. <laughs> the biggest thing is probably going to be the trip yeah. aspect of it, which also like it's just guys going hanging out and like that sounds like an awesome time. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's not a bad deal at all. But yes, yep, that's how we relate it back to golfing is. Because uh, I want to say Aaron Rodgers, isn't he like a scratch golfer? He's play. He's a pretty. I've heard pretty good things about his golf game. Plus, he, he's got that State Farm commercial where he nails that that hole in one on a par four. It looks like I thought it was a par five. <laughs> Abby Gilmore's <laughs> got nothing on his. No, drive. <laughs> no, the Rodgers rate. Oh, nobody gets the Rodgers rate, huh? I'm gonna <laughs> take driver. <laughs> Did that go in? Did that come down? 
Did that come um, down yet? So speaking of other, just to keep segue in here because it works out so nicely. We're talking about professional athletes. Uh, we're talking about golf. Does Connor need to take up some golf? Yeah, I mean, and maybe a little background <laughs> for anybody who didn't watch the fights or was living under a rock and deleted all their social media and they don't follow anybody that's related to sports, which mm-hmm. in that case, I don't know how you found this podcast, but hey, kudos to you because you found the best podcast of all the sports podcasts. The but anyways, uh, yeah, Connor had a rough fight yesterday and the question has been swirling. And when I mean swirling, I mean just asked by us. Nobody else yeah. has actually asked this question. But does he need to take up golf? And I'm going to say yes. I mean, I think he's an explosive guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think all those fast twitch muscles would really translate well <laughs> to a golf swing. Once he, you know, hones it down, you know, I could easily see him a, uh, you know, 300-plus yard drive type of guy and, and mm-hmm. just being absolutely terrible at putting. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It would be, we've referenced it once. I'm going to reference it again. It would be like your tip, like it would be Happy Gilmore, basically. Yes. McGregor would just drive the ball a mile, and then as soon as he gets on the green, he'd suck at putting and just absolutely lose his mind. And then he'd start busting out the proper 12 and just making a fool of himself. I was going to say, if you think about it, and I don't know, Dom, maybe this is an interesting question for you. Okay. Would Connor make your charity golf outing group let's say you're at a charity golf outing uh-huh. it's a four-person scramble right right does connor make that group because with the proper 12 the drinks are going to be flowing the whole time you're there there's never going right. to be a stop and i mean with how he is too you got to imagine there's going to be some ridiculous bets side bets going yeah. on that are oh, just yeah. astronomical just stupid like a million dollars if you get this on the green or some just something crazy like that. I feel like he would be the guy so, that would just be throwing out stupid numbers the whole time. Can I just pick any three? Yeah, to, any to any three people. Myself? Any three people okay. you'd want. And then also explain why, right? Are you going for the mm-hmm. fun aspect or are mm-hmm. you trying to win? Mm-hmm. Or or where is your where's your thought process going? So number one, uh, I'm probably gonna go with Aaron Rodgers just because I I think it would be cool just to play 18 with him. I think he'd really pull some shots out of the bag that we're going to need. Um, and I also think that he could be a, f- a fun time as he opens up more. Um, and number two, yeah, I probably would put Connor in there because of all those reasons. Number one, he's going to bring the party. He's going to bring the energy. He's going to bring the whiskey, which I'm a fan of. I believe Aaron is also a fan of that. So, again, good little play right there. And the side bets, here's what I'm going to tell you right now. If McGregor wants to bet that type of money to me and tell me, hey, if you get this, like, I'm down. Like, if if there's a chance I could walk away with some money, cool, great. <laughs> Even better. Third, I'm probably going to take Tony Romo. Oh. I've heard Wisconsin he's a very boy. good golfer as well. Wisconsin boy. Another guy to talk some football with. He might not. He might be a little bit more reserved than myself and Connor and Aaron would be. But I, I've i heard he's a very good golfer. I mean, we saw him put up, uh, do have some impression. He had that one shot off that elevated patio. Do you yeah. remember that? He's won, like, like the, uh, the yeah. pro-am thing, like, two or three that's, times. So. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's, got, he's got some legitimate game. I know he and Curry, 
they were trying to get them to play more like web.com events to try to qualify for actual like PGA events. No shit. Yeah, but then he's like, hey, one sec, I got to go sign this bajillion dollar deal to go commentate football because none of these right. other clowns know what's going on. Who would, uh, so who would, same question back to you, who would your foursome be? Yeah, this is actually really hard because there's a lot of people I would love to golf with. Um, mm-hmm. But I think McGregor would be one just because he was like the first combat sports athlete. And I would say he was like the biggest one of like our generation. I think we were a little late for the uh like floyd mayweather train and pacquiao like we were pretty young when that was because they fought when we were what in in elementary school like back like when they were like dominating yeah Yeah. it was when we were younger yeah like when they were like really really good so uh connor was like our our high school to well actually maybe even middle school but high school was like his big into our college days so i would have to say connor Again, the whiskey, I'm not a huge whiskey guy, but I would be a whiskey do- guy for the day. You know, I'm oh, not going to sure. be like a Debbie Downer. Then mm-hmm. after that, I, I wouldn't actually go Rogers or Romo. Okay. I would switch it up a little bit. I would go Tiger because we're a Tiger Woods podcast. Um, even if he still has his back surgery and he can't play, I would okay. still put him on the team. He can just drive around and, like, listening to Tiger, I feel like, if you got like some drinks in them, he would mm-hmm. start opening up about you know what maybe some would consider that dark time of his life. Oh, and just listening to the logistics of that many people flying around and stopping by and everything like that, I think would just be uh, an interesting conversation of how all that actually fits together. If you catch if you catch my drift there, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> So that would be that would be number two, and and to round it out, this one is I, I think I don't know if I've ever had a dream foursome where I haven't put this person in there, and it's John Daly. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's actually really good. Like, could you imagine Daly and McGregor on a course together? You know those videos of people just driving the carts and, like, crashing them and shit? Oh, 100%. That's what you'd get. Yeah. Like, you would ask, I mean, gee, and, and Daly, I'm sure he's a little bit of a gambler himself. The mm-hmm. bets that would be going on between those two, I would just be sitting back. Tiger and I would be just sitting back, and, you know, Tiger would be, hey, how's the back? He's like, still surgery. I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> but <laughs> I just think it would be, uh, God, that would be so much fun. And the money oh, yeah. we would, I mean, put a camera on us. That group is selling millions of tickets right there. I I think so. Yeah. Mostly because of you, me, but, you know, the other I, people, I guess, as well. I was going to try and find a nicer way to say probably not, but, yeah, okay. You, you <laughs> probably ride that. not. You ride that and, and say whatever you want to say about it. They'd be like, yeah, here's here's the, uh, the featured group of the day. We have... What is it? Is Tiger at 15 or 16 majors now? I think it's 16. Yeah, 16. 16 major winning. Playing out of, I forgot, Jupiter, Florida, Tiger Woods. And they do the John Daly. Then they do uh, playing out of Dublin, Ireland, Conor McGregor. And then they're for some Justin Oleden. All right, let's get going here. And yep. uh, 
<laughs> yep. Let's get Just let's get going here. Like, hey, here and, he is, uh, yep, and yep. okay. Everybody, Good and luck. this is this weird. We have no idea how he <clears> got into this group. We're thinking he has to have won a Make a Wish, um, oh. Make a Wish type of thing, because that's the only way I could probably get into that foursome. Realistically. Yeah, I mean that's it it's sucks. a dream foursome. It's a it dream is. foursome. It's a dream foursome so. for a reason. So yep. But uh, exactly. yeah, no, I mean I I think that's uh, that's always interesting to think of like, hey, who would you put in that foursome? And obviously, there's a ton of cool people that you like love to go. Like I would even love to golf with like Jordan Spieth. I think he would yeah. be like uh, I think he's one of those guys he'd be like secretly super funny. You know, he'd be that one friend who doesn't say a lot. But then when he does have, like, a joke, it's, like, everyone's, like, holy shit, that's hilarious. Like, why don't you say that more? Just those incredible just one-liners that you don't really expect. And all of a sudden you hear him pipe in and you're, like, holy shit, that was gold. Yeah, like, out of nowhere, (laughs) like, the guy, you're just, like, wait, where did that come from? Like, when did you get funny? That's so weird. (laughs) You you usually don't do these things. You usually just sit there and nod your head. You usually just are you pretty good at golf, but now you're actually like, you're like talking. This is weird. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, weekend though, we should probably hit the weekend recap here. We didn't. We even, should. We didn't even get to that yet. But Dom, what what did you do this weekend? Uh, did you get to range or anything like that? Saturday morning, uh, early before I got going, we did some uh, glow and I. Uh, again, glow my girlfriend. We did a lot of spring cleaning, got our Christmas decorations down and everything Saturday. Um, but before I started on all that, got up to the range up in, uh, Cedarburg with, uh, Mike, Mike Schroeder, Schrader again. Um, we actually played a little match play and let me explain the roller coaster that I, I took myself on. Okay. Okay. I was two up through the first three holes. By the time we made the turn, I was two down. I was at 1.3 down, brought it back to all square before the last three holes, and Schroeder ended up winning. Uh, but we pl- he went one up on 17, and then on 18, I was trying too hard, and he ended up walking away with the victory. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough thing going down into the last hole. You got you to gotta put the pressure on, but also stay within your game. Well, and uh-huh. I just, I don't know what happened because like I said, I was down three and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, I'm two down. I'm one down. We're all square again. And then I just kind of maintained and didn't, I had the door wide open. As you have told me so many times, the door was open. It just, the wind blew and smacked it right back into my face. No, oh, that's tough. It's like when there's two doors and the other doors like kind of open too. So it makes like that suction. So that it just yep. closes. Yep. I know. A nice little vacuum in there. Yep, I know exactly what you're saying. But how did you how did you hit the ball? I mean, were you feeling? I know, obviously, new irons, so we're still we're, we're still, still building into them. Mm-hmm. It's not a Honestly, finished project. The um, so I think I figured I didn't pull the ball as much as I did that I was complaining about last time we were talking about these irons. Um, uh, towards that middle where I kind of got like going into the turn i was kind of slicing everything again but i think i was just swinging a little hard because i was again it's all about control with these things not necessarily like my swing is getting better 
but it's just controlling that swing, not being too easy, not being too hard. The par threes, I was actually doing a really good job at controlling my distance there, knowing what club to hit, knowing how much I was going to get. Um, there was one hole, it was like a, it was like 125 to the pin and it was slightly, uh, I think it was like, it's, it was saying it was going to play 20 feet uphill. So I hit my eight iron cause I was like, I should get about 140 out of this. And I put it like within five yards of the pin. It was outstanding. Um, but again, like playing with these irons, it's like, that's the thing with these. I'm just trying to make sure I understand, uh, what's going on. But I also, so a little more weekend activity that I'll tie back into this. Uh, we did some shopping as well. We went to, uh, well, I sold my old Xbox first off. Did you actually, Xbox I saw one. it up on Facebook. Did you actually sell it though? Yeah. So Good for you, someone, man. someone opened and I like someone offered said, you know, I'll pay full price, but I got to wait cause I need to ride. And I said, okay, no problem. I'm going to still listen to other offers. They said, cool. Yep. Guy comes in and says, Hey, I can do 135. I can pay, you know, like I cash? will pay you 135 cash if you hold it until Tuesday. And I said, you know what? I can respect that. Um, cause the other person fell through that I talked to first. Okay. So now I have an offer for 135, hold it till Tuesday. And I told him I'm still listening to offers throughout the weekend, but I will give you the first chance to match whatever offer I get. You're a businessman. Well, about like about nine more people contacted me to try and buy this thing, and I listed it for one fifty, made an extra ten bucks. Really, so I was happy with that, honestly. Wow. But okay, so we did that. We went to Dick's because I had some shorts I had to return from my mom. Okay. My uh my purple floral ones that I got, uh she gave them to me for Christmas and said, you know, I think these are really these shorts screamed you, especially after I listened to your guys's podcast about all of your, uh, golf course attire. And I was like, well, you, you know me pretty well because I already have a pair of these <laughs> and it sucked. You were, you were spot on that. I've already yeah, had a pair for a while, it. but so I'm getting, I'm getting back to the full circle part. So yep. I returned it. They didn't have any other shorts that I really wanted, but I bought about 150 of those stubby tees because after the round that Schroeder and I played, we did a long drive competition, and I hit my driver about 2.30. Okay. Just for fun, I was like, you know what? Let me see how far I could get the four iron out there. Um, I lost 10 yards, and I knew exactly where that thing was going when I hit it. Gotcha. So I think to start the season... And a little preview for Wednesday. I'm probably going to talk about it more then. To start the season, I'm probably going to be playing that four iron out of the box a lot. That's a, ch that's a change. Um, would that method change if Justin potentially gets a new driver at the beginning of the year and, and gives you a tailor-made driver that's an absolute rocket? It might change it depending on how, <laughs> like, if I get to the range and can work on it and make sure that, you know, because that's the thing. Out of the box, I want something that I know where it's going to go. It's consistent because that's how I'm going to break the I'm gonna, that's how I'm going to achieve that resolution I had of getting that average score in the 90s this year. Mm. I really think that's that's one of my biggest issues. I hit wayward tee shots. They go in, I take a stroke on a drop and I'm playing out of a shitty situation and my mind's not right. I think if 
let's say on that first round of the year that we go out on, I'm hitting four iron out of the box, and through the first three holes, I'm three over, maybe four over, maybe better than that score. My mindset's going to be so much better than if I had opened up like double bogey, triple bogey, bogey. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think that that's going to be a big part of making making the jump this summer, uh, which I really think I'm poisoning myself, getting ready to do such. Yeah. No, I, I think I think you're right on. I think it'd be if if I do potentially get a new driver, it's still up in the in the air if if I'm going to or not going to. And I think it's really gonna come down to how much do I really gain if I would. So what I'll probably right. end up doing is not right away, but you know, maybe a month into the season I'll I'll head out to a um go get a fitting done. Yep. Just kind of see where I'm at, how I'm hitting the ball, everything like that. I was actually uh, Googling and, and doing a little uh, researching and all that because I'm like, man, I've been hitting my driver like crap at the driving range lately. Yeah, you have. And uh, I was like, I don't know why that is. So, you know, I was looking at a couple of things and I made uh, a couple of grip changes just to kind of because I felt like my hands were getting too restricted when I was trying to swing. Okay. Um, and I started hitting it better, you know, hitting it like I used to hit it. But then I was reading online, and uh, it this kind of made sense to me. So I've, I've been hitting the crap out of the ball. I mean, you I've been smoke in, it, yeah. yeah, I've been hitting it, you know, ball speeds wide anywhere from, like, 148 to even last time that I went, Dom, I was getting into, like, the mid-150s, almost oh. peaking into, like, the, the high 150s for ball speed on all my drives. But yeah. they were all they all had kind of that weird like duck hook where they went out hard and they came down quick. And uh I was reading and one of the things was is they were like, Well it depends remember, depends on what ball you're using. And I was thinking, I was like, I didn't even, I can't believe I didn't even think about that when we were uh talking about our, our last podcast, a little shout out here mm-hmm. if you didn't listen mm-hmm. to it, about golf balls and you know how when you're losing using you know budget balls and I would say range balls are potentially even worse than budget balls. Right. The budget budget balls, as they said that a lot of those things you're not going to get the actual spin that you get like off of a Pro V1. And when you're hitting a driver, if you have low spin, what is the flight flight path that you get down? That's a great question. What is the flight path that you get? <laughs> It's a duck hook where it will kind of start off and then it will dive out of the air because it doesn't have the backspin to keep the ball in the air while it's going. Mm. So they said, I was reading on one of these posts on what, dude, there's a ton of, you can go down a rabbit hole looking up like golf, uh, like chat boards and everything like that. But one of the things, one of the, I was reading on one of them, it's like, hey, if, if you're at a range that maybe doesn't have the greatest golf balls, which I've never been to a range where I was like, oh, these are great golf balls. Right. You know, that's never happened to me, so it's nothing against any of the ranges I've been to. But they said, hey, if, if you're used to using, like, say, a Pro V1 that's a higher spinning ball, you got to think you're probably losing potentially up to 800 revs of spin with a driver or, or even a wedge or different things like that using a range ball. So they said that could also be a reason why the ball is kind of falling out of the air. And I was like, oh, that actually makes a little bit of sense because yeah, I'm hitting actually. the crap out of the ball. But if you already have a low spin driver and then you're using a ball that's a low spin ball, you know. Yeah. Right. Hey. It's it's just gonna make yeah, I it, get it. 
it's going to compound it. And obviously I'm not lying, you know, Hey, I know I'm not swinging the driver as well as I swing it during the year. And I know that's because I'm also doing some different things with my driver to try to make it so I can move the ball both left and right off the tee box. So I know that's a big part of it too. Cause when I want to just, all right, I'm going to hit like a draw. I could still hit mm-hmm. it, you know, like 250 when I needed to, yeah. but it's the off season. You're working on different things, but we yeah. can recap. Uh, obviously yeah. went to the driving range <laughs> and yep. uh, was working on that a little bit. And then other than that, didn't do a whole lot. Uh, was actually looking at uh, Rock Bottom Golf that had 50% off their clearance rack for the weekend. Uh, yes. So was checking that out. I think I'm probably pretty good on golf gear. The only thing I do want to <laughs> get is uh, potentially a – uh, navy shorts. I don't have navy shorts, so I have gray and I have black. Yeah, I, I feel like, I like navy's navy. a solid, a solid like third pair to that. I don't have like a uh, like a navy navy, but like I have a, like a somewhere between like a royal and navy blue pair of shorts that I like a yeah. lot. I mean, I just feel like that's a that's a logical next pair. Well, in navy, yeah, I I would agree. I would actually. Maybe, maybe I will add to my, I, like I said, we did some spring cleaning and I just had a box in storage. Cause I emptied out some closet space with all my golf polos, all my, like all of my golf shorts, like the cold, like the warm weather golf shit that I have. Yep. And I filled like the entire box. It was impressive. Hey, kudos to you, man. <laughs> okay. So I got to ask one more question. All I right. know I, I don't want us to get too long. But on Friday at quarter to nine, yes, I'm sitting at home, I'm relaxing, and I get a text from you that says, got some big news to drop on the podcast. Yes. And I got, I replied, yeah, question mark. And all I got back was, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And we kind of left, we kind of left it there. So I've been waiting. I've been patient. I haven't bothered you asking you questions about this, but now that we're on. This is making for great podcasting, by the way. Yes. What what are what is this big news? All right. So I may have hyped it up a little bit too much. And I think maybe by making you wait this long. However, Dom, a uh, couple episodes ago, and I mean a couple, I mean actually, I mean probably like eight to ten episodes ago now, uh-huh. uh, we talked about um, there's a limited edition drop. Yes. Of a pair of Vice golf shoes that Justin waited online. Oh, boy. For yeah. uh, about three hours <laughs> just to have <laughs> them say, oh, just kidding. They're all sold out. Now, I'm not a quitter. I've never been a quitter in my life. Never will be. So I downloaded a little app called StockX, mm-hmm. and I've been, I've been keeping an eye out since that. And this is probably... I mean, we're probably over a month since the, they dropped because I think we might be even two months because uh, I think it was like early December they dropped, right? Yeah. So I've been keeping an eye out, keeping an eye out, and and checking the prices, checking the prices. They're at six fifty, seven fifty. I'm like, I can't pull that. I mean, Jesus, that's a lot of money for a pair of golf shoes. Yeah. Well, turning into the new year, been keeping an eye out, keeping an eye out, and. All of a sudden, they took this huge drop to where they're they're in the three hundred dollar range. Now 
retail they're like 225 so you figure you got to pay tax shipping so probably around 250 is what they would have ran you right mm-hmm. um so long story short threw threw a bet down on stock x uh for a size 11 and got a email uh friday afternoon yeah. saying your bid has been accepted your shoes are on the way let's go so we can rest i'm really i'm really excited to see those things now in, we can in, put the like, meme to rest yeah the meme is to the rest <laughs> justin is back he's alive baby because the shoes are on the way they oh, are that is awesome yep so we got we got the pair of shoes i was really excited and I mean, we went down a whole rabbit hole of like, oh, should I get those? Or I was also looking at the Jordans. The Jordans were at like 450 still, and I was like, I'm not paying 450 no. bucks for them unless we get a shoe sponsor. Shout out to anyone listening that wants to hit badass. us up. You know, hey, never yep. a bad idea. Nope. But yeah, so Justin, we can put the meme to rest. The shoes are on the way, um, and I will definitely show them to you when. Uh, they do come in, so that was the big oh, news. I was jacked up because I was like, "Man, I've been looking at these shoes for the last two months." Like, being yeah. like, "Man, I want to get my hands on these. I, I want to get them. I want to get them. I want to get them." And uh, it finally worked out where the price was dropping enough. And I mean, I even put my bid. Um, I want to say I put my bid for almost fifty dollars less than what people were still asking for them, and right. someone took the bid. So um, you were, yeah, you were telling me about that. So that's uh, awesome, man. Yeah, I'm glad for you. I was pretty jacked up, and but now I'm like thinking about it more and more, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's gonna have to be a perfect day to pull those bad boys out because I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna want to get gonna... them at all dirty. I'm not gonna. No. <laughs> but. At the end of the day, and this is what I say too, because like I've been getting into like the the retro Jordans and whatnot. Like I buy them used. I'm not paying full price for them at all. There's some really nice like people collect these things. People take care of them. There's some very nice used shoe editions out there. But like at the end of the day, they're they're shoes. Yeah, they're meant to. They're be meant worn. to be worn. They're meant to be walked around in. So, am I gonna try and take care of them? Yes. Are you gonna try and take care of your Vice Golf shoes? absolutely you will is something probably going to happen to him at some point yes and then from that point on it's probably gonna just like my shoes from work i try and keep them nice as long as i can then you get one dirty ass window unit you gotta put that glass down on your shoe rest it there for a second shoe gets dirty and then from there all hell breaks loose on that thing but we're going to keep those shoes looking as nice as we can. Not put. I'm not going to put you in any mud holes out on the course. Not going to make you walk too much. I'm going to do my part too. Oh, if there's a mud hole, I'll take them off and just walk in my uh, – I'll put, just play my socks the rest of the round. <coughs> <laughs> oh. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're coming my way. So, I'll, once I get them to, I'll throw a picture up on our Twitter. I'll tweet them uh, out. Yeah. Once they come in, but I got a little bit of a scare then after I bought them or oh, after why? it said the bid went through everything like that. Cause then all of a sudden I started reading and everybody's like, Oh, you should go at least a size down for like your shoe size. Oh no. Yeah. So then oh, I no. started freaking out. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like I just got these shoes. Now they're going to be too big. Right. I'm like, fuck. So I went, <laughs> I literally have the piece of paper here. I put the, they said on adidas.com. I went on there and they have their men's sizes, and they say put a piece of paper, put it against the wall, put your heel against the wall, 
mark the top of your foot and then measure it. And then that's like your shoe size. Oh, so I did that and I fall right into still 11. So that's perfect. Yeah. So that's, I was, I was a little worried and everything like that. It said that the 11s might be a centimeter big compared to my foot. Well, now, I'm no mathematician, but a centimeter is not a whole lot. I had a, a metric tape measure and I can confirm that it's not that much. And that if there is that much, because I mean, I was always taught, you know, kind of the thumb on the top was were you thought were you taught that too, Dom or no? I'm not sure what your okay. Like oh, when like you put a shoe on, on the top of the yeah, like you should not like a full thumb, but like you should have a little room so that yeah. your toes aren't like at the very tip of them. Yeah, and uh, so I think I'm all good. Regardless, I'm still gonna rock them. I don't give a shit if they're a little big. Who cares? Um, oh, yeah. I can always wear badass. two socks or whatever, but. According to Adidas.com, um, my foot should fit perfectly in the 11. So everyone who said you should go a size down, fuck you. No, I'm just <laughs> Eat it. Eat it. But, I mean, oh, it, it is man. fair, though, because I, I am actually between 11 and 11 and a half for Nikes. Okay. So it would make sense that, like, they, you know, that I would be in 11s anyways for Adidas. It's just yeah. for the golf shoes, I got them in 11s because they, like, stretch out. But, like, when I first put them on, they're, like, tight on my foot. Like, my foot's not going anywhere. I can barely right. get them on. So Right. But, okay. Dom, that's all I got for uh, today. I hope everybody's having a great Monday. Tell your yep. boss that I said hi um, and sorry that you're late again because the podcast ran a little long. It's not your yeah. fault. It's all fault. So yep. if they ask you why you're late, tell them, hey, the public golfers talked a little bit too long today. Um, they said I could use them as an excuse, and if it yep. works well, let us know. If it doesn't work well, if it still, works well, still let us know. Let us know. We'll make a, a formal, an official pass that you can use for future yes. reference. Um, and if it doesn't work well, maybe it's time to explore some other opportunities for yourself. Uh, Justin, anything else? Nope. Hit them with the outro. Hit them hard. Hit them straight. But most importantly. Don't quit that day job. And even more importantly, go pack go. We will be back here on Wednesday. See you guys.